Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. And you tuned into another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give you our very own reviews and takes of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, my guy? Ah, man. Can't call it, man. Just another day in the lab, man. Um, excited to do this one, man. This is, yeah. a, you know what I'm saying? We had to, uh, <laughs> we had to go back in the lab and switch some stuff up, man, to get this Absolutely. one. To get this one out in the world. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but also, man, it's one of those things where I'm really, really excited to hear your opinion because Mm -hmm. this is one of those ones where, man, watching this, I was like, damn. I don't know if you ever do this shit, but sometimes I be watching shit like, boy, I wonder what school's going to think about this. I definitely do. But uh, but anyway, I see shit on like Instagram and Twitter and shit, and I know it's some shit that you fuck with. I'm like, yeah, let me send this to him. Like, I want to see what he's gonna say about this one. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, man. But how you feeling though? Everything good with you? I mean, everything is great, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to stay warm, man. We got that snow finally, so hopefully it's just gonna be a little bit, and it's not gonna come down too hard on us. But we, it's out there. (laughs) <laughs> it is out keep there. that keep that up north boy man listen i yes keep it up north take that shit to canada we don't want it <laughs> we don't want you're it. trying to go further north you're yeah, like go all the way north we, we don't want that shit at all first we had uh two days of arctic winds so it went down into like the the single digits and it was like I think for like two days straight, the high was like seven and eight or something like that. So it was cold, cold. And then shit, it warmed up the next day, got to like 20. So, you know, everybody was excited. And then <laughs> next thing you know, you wake up, snow everywhere. Ah, uh, that's yeah, the worst. It hit, us, it hit us bad, man. So, yeah, it ain't a lot, though. So that's a good thing. But it's, it's enough to, it was enough to shovel. So. Mm. All right, you can have that. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. But if anybody is interested in, you know, what I'm saying, seeing snow, or if you like snow or whatever, come on down to Ohio. We got it for you. Um. <laughs> so, uh, do you got anything for what we're watching? I do actually. All right, man. Well, let's get into it. Let's do it. What we watching? Oh man, shout out to Casey for that beat, man. That bad boy, nice. Um, so what you got, bro? All right, man. So I got the fourth. Yeah, the fourth installment. Of HBO Max, I, I, I hate that they changed the name. But anyway, Max uh, TV series, True Detective, um, Night Country. Okay. You know what I'm saying, starring Jodie Foster. Um, I've been waiting on it. Yo, let me tell you something. For me personally, 
I've liked all three seasons of True Detective. I mm-hmm. think that the the cases mm-hmm. that they that they take on is obviously it's never a normal case. And in this case, like they up in Alaska is one of those situations where you know you got like the thirty days a night type of thing. So like you know, and then you start to see like the strange stuff happening. Like this dude was, um, he was out trying to hunt like a. I don't know if it was an elk, could have been an elk, or maybe it was just a regular deer, but it was just big as fuck because it was CGI. And like they just kind of like looked. And then all of a sudden, these bad boys just take off and jump off a ledge. It's like 50 of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what you know. You know, when the animals start acting up, there's something crazy coming. And like it seems something very supernatural like because like the shit don't make sense and like the first episode was just basically like yeah they're introducing you to the characters but like there's like this uh facility and it's like they are doing like some kind of research and so i don't know maybe it's like eight people Mm -hmm. all these motherfuckers are just just missing like they didn't take no bags with them they left all this stuff, like the people just missing. And like the way the episode ended, the first episode was like this lady that lives out pretty much by herself. Um, and this and this boy was like just like in in like on the ice or whatever. Right. So then he ended up like pointing. And so the lady go over there, and it's like I think it was three bodies like frozen in the water. And so the police come out there and they're like, yo, how did you find these bodies? And she said, such and such showed them to me. And they was like, you know, I forget what her name was, but they were like, ma'am, such and such, which was her son. They was like, yo, your son is dead. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, she, and so the person that she was seeing showing her the body was her son. And her son is dead. So it's, it's it, yo, I'm just telling you. I can tell this shit is about to be, yo, if y'all never got into True Detective, and this is the thing, you don't have to watch out the first three seasons because they're all different characters. They're all in different places. They don't really correlate like that. So, but if y'all are into some, like I said, it's only one episode out. If you're into some creepy, you know what I mean, type of detective type shit, mm-hmm. check out uh, True Detective uh, Night Country. Okay then, that's what's up. That's what's up. So um, <clears throat> I do not have a what we watching because I was going to start the second season of Reacher. However, I came up with a cool ass idea. So what I want to do is I want to watch reacher with the fans man i want to watch reacher with the people who listen to the pod so this is an invitation for anybody that's listening it's two it's what today's tuesday so no i'm sorry today friday Friday. forgive me (laughs) y'all today is friday (laughs) (laughs) so um sunday night uh seven o'clock if y'all not doing anything, 7, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Excuse me. If you guys aren't doing anything, join me on my Twitch channel. You can go to my uh, link tree and you can join me there. 
uh it's in there um and if not i make sure i put it in the description of this podcast but sunday night 7 p.m i'm going to be live streaming uh reacher the second season on twitch so i'm going to be watching it there you'll be able to watch me watching it and you'll be able to watch it with me y'all can you know what i'm saying you'll be able to um you'll be able to comment you know what I'm saying in the in the chat, so we can we can chat about it and all that other stuff. I'll be able to actually reply to you guys instead of chatting back. So if I you know see some comments or whatever, I could say something. Um, yeah, man, we it's gonna it's gonna be a good time. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying you guys jump in with me. But like I said, I make sure I put my Twitch link in there so you guys can join in. Uh, Sunday at seven, man. I'm getting to it. What's up, man? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So hopefully we can get through the whole season. And then if not, you know what I'm saying? We, we might be able to pick it back up another day if we can't get through the whole season. But we're going to see how far we get. But that's what I want to do, man. I want to I want to watch something with the people. So get ready, y'all. That'd be nice there. Absolutely, man. So um, this episode is... uh. It's a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? We have a, um, a very interesting uh, episode for you guys, man. This is a um, a film by the great Martin Scorsese. Um, it stars Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, hold on, because I don't I don't know the lady's name, and I want to. Uh, Lily Gladstone. Who? Lily Gladstone. Yeah, yeah, Lily Gladstone. You know her? Her she has like a cousin or something who's like a, a famous artist. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was looking her up. I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. And uh, Tantu Cardinal. Shout out to her because um, she plays um, Molly's mother in this in this movie, but she's also in the new. Um, she's also in the new Marvel show, uh, Echo. She plays Echo's grandmother. Oh, okay. Yeah, she she getting some work right now, man. She doing her thing right now. So shout out to Tantu Cardinal for sure. Um, John Lithgow is in this. Brandon Fraser is in this. Um, I'm trying to see uh, who else is in this. Uh, Jesse Plemons is in this. Um, that's really all the people that I know by face, but um, but basically, this movie is about the um, I it's the Osage tribe, I think that's how you pronounce it. I thought it was Osagi, but they they were saying Osage, so we're gonna roll with that. Um, but it was basically about the Osage tribe who was forced on land. <clears throat> by um some white people and what ended up happening was they ended up striking oil once they got on that land they're in oklahoma by the way too but they pretty much ended up striking oil while they were on that land once they struck the oil that pretty much brought all of the oil barons and everything over there to them they paid them money and everything and it kind of brought like some wealth to the osage uh the osage people and so um they basically was like one of the wealthiest. I think they said like they was the, some of the wealthiest people on in America, and uh, basically they were in Osage County, 
in Oklahoma. And uh, what ended up happening was the um, white members of the area were pretty much like marrying into their tribal or marrying the women of that, you know what I'm saying, um, place or whatever, and pretty much like killing them off. And then like other people were killing off some of the, you know, like the men and shit like that. And they were basically like, not necessarily stealing because technically you ain't stealing because that's your wife, but they were like basically committing insurance fraud. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They was basically just like offing them and getting all the rights to all their stuff and pretty much like taking their wealth. And um, basically there's this one guy who they call the King of the Hill. Um, but his name was William King Hale. And he was responsible for um, most of the murders that were in Osage County. Uh, and his nephew had ended up coming to live. <coughs> Excuse me. He ended up coming to live in Osage County with his brother. And um, he pretty much was, you know, manipulating his nephew, uh, whose name was Ernest uh, Burkhart. Ernest, yep, Ernest Burkhart. Um, he ended up marrying an Osage lady named Molly, and he was basically manipulating Ernest to um, pretty much get everything and you know, what I'm saying his name and you know. He was trying to help him kill Molly, but what was crazy was that they were dying from diseases and everything else like that. But these are not the diseases you would think they were dying of. They were dying from diabetes. So that was an interesting thing, too. Um, So watching this, you know what I'm saying? Usually, you know what I'm saying, we start off with what was your, you know, what was your initial reactions and all that. We're not going to go there this time. I got a question for you. Shoot. Do you think well I'm not gonna ask you do you think it is because I'm sure you do. How do you think this affair during the Oscar season? Damn, that's a good question. I didn't expect that to be coming. Um with Martin usually um staying in the lane that he usually stay in, he kinda Stepped out now. He he does do period pieces, but not this type of period piece, right? Um, I think with cancel culture and all that type stuff being the way it is, uh, history being rewritten, they're taking um, you know, certain parts of history out of schools, mm-hmm. they're trying to hide stuff, they're trying to use this whole thing of like, you know, they don't want you know, white students to feel guilty for, you know, past sins and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So they're kind of trying to take history away, but also trying to trying to have it to be perceived as it wasn't that bad type of thing. Right. Um, that's going to be the interesting part of how this movie is going to be perceived, because I do think that there were really good performances in this. Um mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to Leo, when it comes to uh, Lily and, and Robert, Jesse did a really good job too. Uh, mm-hmm. He's really coming up, like he's fucking killing it and everything he's, he's in. Movies, bro. He's even even movies, even when he was in, we always talk about uh, Lakeith and, and Daniel in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Jesse, 
Jesse put on in Judas and the Black yeah. Messiah. He definitely um, did. But damn, that's interesting, man. Because if if they want to go down that lane, I don't think a lot of people um, in that realm is. I don't know if they're going to look at the movie for what it is and enjoy the 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 art of it, mm-hmm. or if they're going to look at what this movie represents. Right. That's going to be an interesting part because they've done, you know, slave movies and stuff before, but I think that those type of movies are kind of perceived in a different way because it's like we learned about that in school mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Right. But when it comes to Native Americans and, you know, and, and stories like this, like only thing I remember being told about Native Americans other than the stupid story of the pilgrims and shit is the Trail of a Thousand Tears. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a small section in the, in the history book and it was like, boom, that shit was gone. Mm-hmm. But to put a story that's not for the most part well known and for someone like Mark Scorsese to do it I feel like some of them could be like well you just brought a story to light that a lot of people don't know yeah. <laughs> and it don't make a lot of some people look good so right. it's going to be interesting I, I I think that they will find that could uh, this really caught me off guard. I, I feel like this may not fare that well. Um for for what it was. Because I think that they'll find a movie like they do most years. They'll find a movie with some stupid ass shit like you know what I'm saying? Like like some bullshit like shape of water. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, oh, this is the best. Fucking thing we've seen, and you know I, mean? I don't even know. I, somebody told me what the Shape of Water was about, and I was like, "Yo, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard." And that shit I was like was the movie with the fish man. She was hoarding the fish man in the tub at her house or some shit like that. She was following. It was along. something. It was something fucking crazy as hell. But I feel like they'll find some weirdo shit to, to, to cling on to. But mm-hmm. I mean, but I hope not because I think that I think that this this was uh, some some really good art. Um, but also, I think that this movie would be competing with something like Oppenheimer and shit like that. Oppenheimer and Barbie and all the other shit. Because a lot of that shit came out around the same time. Yeah. Um, so, it might not fare as well. What right. you think? It seemed like you um, think opposite. Yeah. Um, actually, not necessarily the opposite. I'm kind of on the fence, right? Um, you, you bring up an interesting point of the shape of water and the type of movie that is, you know what I'm saying? And how it got its acclaim. I think that when you, when we looking at a movie like this, right, when you look at who the director is, when you look at who the cast is, Leo has historically not really been um, given his, you know what I'm saying? His proper's when it comes to uh, award season especially during Oscar season. 
De Niro has, you know what I'm saying, has, and Scorsese has as well. And so I think it'll be interesting seeing how, because of who it is behind this film and, and the people in the film, I think it'll be interesting uh, as well to see how this film is um, is taken. Because it's not your it's not your normal story <clears throat> when it comes to um whites and minorities, right? Because usually it's like the whites do some bad shit and then you know what I'm saying the minorities, you know, don't really make it, so on and so forth, which is kind of what this is, but it in a weird way, like it always put the white people in like this decent light, right? Like it's always like that savior who does everything and and helps the minorities out and shit like that. It ain't none of that in this movie. There's no savior complex whatsoever in this movie, which is interesting. Um, I I kind of was getting the gist that that's what they were trying to do with Leo, but at the same time, I don't think that was necessarily his his role either. I think it was more so like he was just too plumb dumb to understand what was really going on. Um. And also, like you said, you got Oppenheimer, which I think is going to clean up. I'm not going to lie to you. I think Oppenheimer is going to clean up. Um, I'm actually excited to watch the Oscars this year. I think I'm I'm definitely going to dive in this year to see what's going on because I think Oppenheimer is going to, I'm talking about run the table. <laughs> um, but I'm ex- I'm definitely interested in seeing where. Uh, <clears throat> were killers of the flower moon land because this was like this was a good movie first and foremost let me say that this was a good movie the acting was superb um on all sides it you know usually when you see certain films you look and you be like i don't know if they did a, you know a real good job but like for it to be as long as it was and for the information that you got by watching it i thought that that was interesting um so yeah i'm i'm on the fence man i don't know if it will especially against a movie like oppenheimer who also had the same runtime you know what i'm saying or around the same runtime um also a great you know what I'm saying director also a great cast like this is going to be one of those ones to where if either one wins you can't really you know feel bad for the other one because it's like they to me they neck and neck, you know what I'm saying they neck and neck. Um, but the 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 most interesting thing about all of this is that the uh, Killers of the Flower Moon is an Apple production, mm-hmm. and that's where I want to see how it plays out. I want to see if they get the love, even though they're not basically a part of, you know what I'm saying, like the major production houses like an Oppenheimer would be, or, you know what I'm saying? Something like that, like a Barbie would, a Barbie is or something like that. Like this is from Apple. So that's, that's what I really, you know, that's what I'm really looking and in, in paying attention to this time around. So we'll see, man, I'm not sure, but I, I think that it'll do. Okay. I think it'll get some, um, I think it'll get some light for sure, but I think Oppenheimer is going to clean up for sure. Um, but initial reactions, how did you feel about this movie? What did you like about it? You know, let's get into it, man. What would you think when you seen this? 
Um, when I seen it, you know, this movie, you know, is 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 giving you the build up, it's giving you the slow burn. But when I say slow burn, it's giving you the slow burn to where it's still interesting. Like it's still mm-hmm. not like it's not like the build up isn't a dull build up. Right. And knowing what the movie was about and seeing the trailers and everything beforehand, knowing you know, semi kind of what's going on. There's still a lot of shocking moments by watching it because yeah. there's still a lot of things where it's like, damn, like I didn't know they were going to get this in depth or I didn't. That's like the trailers and the things that I heard, they didn't get, you know, to the point to where it's so in depth to where, you know, exactly what to expect. Mm-hmm. And like my initial reaction or something that I took away from it was how earnest i think he really was in love with molly yeah i do too and i don't think he really want like i think that he was cool with the other women dying mm-hmm. but i don't think he was cool with his wife dying i think like when he why first think, why do you think that though cuz i got i kind of got a theory about why that is I think when he came back from the war, I think that he was like looking for a wife. And I think that he made a statement. I can't remember exactly what it was because when he was talking, when his uncle was talking to him when he first got there, mm-hmm. and he was asking him about women. What the girls did he like? Yeah. Yeah. What was the girls like? And I think that he was in, well, he made it sound like he was messing with girls that wasn't white. Yeah, and so I think that he had an attraction for girls who wasn't, mm-hmm. and so when he said, "Cause remember, like he kind of put it in the pathway to where he would come across Molly," but I think that when he saw her, I think he was like, "Oh shit!" Like I, I don't know, like that, like. I don't know. First thing that came to mind was 10 things I hate about you. I don't know why that one did, but like, yo, they, they paid my dude to take the girl's sister out so dude could take her to the prom. Mm-hmm. We ended up falling for the girl. Right. When he was being paid initially to date her. I think mm-hmm. this was the same same situation. His uncle put him up to it, but he really liked her. And I don't I don't know if I don't know if King did that. Um I think the way because the way that they had it play out was she invited him in and i think it was her initial reaction to him that because i think she was really feeling him you know what i'm saying but you got to remember though so when when he was her i guess you call it a taxi or just driver or whatever he kept trying to initiate conversation with her right like you know what i'm saying like he would say you know things like well, I know you. I know you're probably thinking I'm a handsome devil or some shit like that. Like, like mm-hmm. he kept trying to get her attention. Yeah. And the more and more he kept fucking with her, the more and more she was like, you know what? Maybe I'll invite him in today. Mm-hmm. Because he gave her a ride a few times before she actually invited him in. Right. So I think that with him kept pursuing her, 
and she was playing hard to hard to get in the beginning, and then she was like, dang, you know what? I kind of do fuck with this dude. I'm gonna invite him in and see where this shit goes. But I think that that uh that William put him on to her because he already had somebody on her sisters and shit like that. So it's like he was trying to get like that whole family's stuff, and she mm-hmm. was like the last, you know, I don't know, prodigy or whatever the fuck you want to call it. it. Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, you know what I mean? So he was like, you know, I'm putting you on her because, you know what I'm saying, she's the one that we haven't been able to get yet mm-hmm. because we kind of need the whole family to be able to do this whole takeover that we want to do. Yeah, because he, he was a piece of shit, bro. Oh man, straight up piece of shit. Hill was uh, King was King was diabolical, man. Um so for me, right, the interesting the interesting thing in, in this in my initial reaction was um I was in shock. And the reason I was in shock is because I've I've never seen like a movie where this shit is like just blatantly telling the truth. Usually it's like some cover up shit or you know what I'm saying? They'll they'll throw a little shit here and here. This shit was just like on some blatant truth. Like the the only thing missing out of this shit was them doing the five dollar Indian shit. <laughs> like these motherfuckers was they was getting busy. I thought what was interesting was that they, you know what I'm saying, like they made sure they added in historical fact, like they talked about Tulsa. Um, they also, uh, had the Ku Klux Klan in there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the whole, the beginning of the, of the FBI. Um, cause remember when Jesse Plemons character had came and he was like, I'm from the Bureau of Investigation. He was like, yeah, he was like, what, what is that? He like, what are you a Pinkerton? He thinking he a Pinkerton and he like, nah, I ain't no Pinkerton. I'm, I'm. I'm with the government, my nigga. And you know what I'm saying? Like Ernest just started losing his shit because he like, oh man, all this shit is on me now. Um, so I, I thought that was interesting to see that. One thing I also noticed too though was yo, this fuck nigga J. Edgar Hoover, bro, was alive during this shit. Yeah. That shit is crazy as fuck to me, bro. And then why? and then because I'm gonna tell yeah. you why. Because the, the time period of everything that had happened, it seemed so far fucking away from COINTELPRO 60s and 70s, right? But I'm thinking, nigga, that's only 30 fucking years. Well, yeah, because you got to think about it. So this was the 1920s. Yeah, this was that World was, War I. See, J, J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover started. That's yeah. why they got a building named out there because he started yeah. it. But you well, got to think. Well, he didn't. You know who, who his first victim was? He co-founded it. Well, either way, he was one of the founders. Yeah. Remember the first person that he used Cointel Pro on? It was Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey. That was in the thirties. Uh, you right, but it was way before that, bro. It had to be. I mean, the 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 tactics. I'm saying. Was way before that, bro. Cause the shit that they was doing, like this nigga, this nigga hired an Indian man, well, a native man. I don't want to say Indian, a native man 
to be a fucking uh he was also working with the bureau remember and like he was going around telling them like yeah you know i'm i'm here for my cousin and my family and shit he infiltrating these motherfuckers and and getting all kind of information i'm like bro these motherfuckers was slick as shit you know how genius that was yeah that shit was crazy man but um no i was it, it just it really like things like this for me it really puts into perspective right like I'm 35. I'll be 36 this year. I'm thinking of everything that would like happen in my lifetime. So up until now. Right. And then I'm putting it in the perspective of that. That means like if you think about how fast shit happens. This motherfucker was only he wasn't even a director yet. He was like they I think that he called him like Lieutenant Hoover or something like that. Bro. By the time the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and shit pass up, well, once the 60s get there, this nigga like the director. That shit was crazy as fuck to me just thinking about that shit, bro. Um, and then not only that, like what was also weird was the fact that like these niggas was like really living on some cowboy shit. And I think that's what threw me off too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what, that's what made it kind of weird for me too, because I'm I'm forgetting that this is the twenties and the thirties. Yeah, and see, and and I was right, but I was I was on on the thing. He he pulled Quantel Pro on Marcus Garvey in 1923. Mm -hmm. Because in 20 1923, Marcus Garvey was convicted of mail fraud. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say, bro. It, so it yeah. had to be so this that. was around the same time. Yeah, this was around the same time. And see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was so much going on around this time. So, like, shit like this, bro, like, imagine imagine how many tribes and shit really lost everything that they had because, like, these people was just marrying into these families just to get land and resources and all of this. But that's crazy. I mean, like, they was offering these people left and right, bro. Yeah. But I will say this, though. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to my, my pale skin, you know what I'm saying, companions out there. Um, I respect y'all. I got love for y'all because I got love for everybody. But it made me happy to see white people in maids clothes. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was excited about that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't mad at that. You know, I was like, damn, that's that's all right. You know what I'm saying? They had these white folks working for them. That was cool. You know what I'm saying? It was it was cool to see some shit like that for a change, man. Um, what I thought was weird too, though, you got all this money around. I ain't seen not one nigga in the movie, and they only brought up Negroes two times, but never seen one. That's what I'm saying. Like even. Uh, when 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 William Hill was was in there, um, getting his getting the shave, talking to yeah, getting the shave. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, he was like, I think I seen um somebody in the, in the, in a Negro, you know, doing such and such or something. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, and then the part that tripped me out was they showed you a scene being played out of what he was talking about, but not one damn black person. That's what I'm saying. Yo, and I was okay. like, okay. real quick though, real quick though. Cause I'm 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 curious, bro. How the fuck did they have Fox News in the twenties? Yeah, 
And Rupert Murdoch started that shit. That was weird. Did you? Okay, so remember when they was in the movie theater watching the news, right? Because they was talking about Tulsa. Yes, they were talking about Tulsa, yeah. If you if you go back and rewatch that, it said Fox News. Oh, no. That shit was weird, bro. And Rupert Murdoch started Fox 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 the the channel Fox News all that shit he started that. Okay, no way. Okay, so when well, no, well Fox News wasn't launched in 1996. So let me see when Fox started. In the 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 well, I want to say like that maybe the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, this says 86. You mean to tell me 40 years before that? They have Fox News. Let me get the fuck on, man. I didn't see that. I must. You didn't see that. that? That that stuck out to me like a sore thumb. If no, you go I, mean, back I saw, you go back I saw the, thing, the it said Fox News. Oh, see, I didn't see that. I saw when they when they when they show when you know Tulsa being burnt mm-hmm. down and all that type stuff. Yeah, but I didn't see anything about Fox News. I must. Yeah, have. it show. So like when before they even before they even get to the part when it's just like starting the thing the the intro intro thing says Fox News and then when they bring the words up in between what they sh- like the pictures and shit because you know it was like silent movie time around this time but when they bring the words up it got Fox News at the bottom I said man that was interesting that they that they put that in there um, maybe it's you know a little propaganda but who knows. Um, so what did you, what did you think about, uh, oh, that's, I'm sorry, before we move on, Ernest, um, cause I was, I was getting Ernest. I don't, I don't, I think that Ernest was, I think that he was just basically trying to find his way. Right. Uh-huh. I think that he, I agree with you. He did love Molly for sure, but I don't think he understood what it, what it really meant for the Osage people um I mean the Osage people to have that money and everybody else didn't because if you if you see it you start to see like this transformation right at first when they were showing everything they were showing all the Osage people and they were going and buying stuff from stores and they you know they got people working for them and so on and so forth as the movie's going on and as time is going on, you're starting to see now like a whole bunch of different shit. So now like you're starting to see the white people move in to certain houses and all the nice houses, the white people, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of them in the neighborhood now. And the um it wasn't his brother. What was the other dude's name? Um oh, I think I know who you're talking about. God dang Bill Smith. Bill. Oh, I wouldn't think about him. Okay. He, he remember he married two of the sisters. Yeah. He married um Rita and not Anna. Anna was the one that got killed. She was the one that was messing with um the brother. Oh, I forgot what the other sister. It was because it was four sisters total. I forgot what the other sister was. Uh Minnie. 
he uh he he married Minnie first, and remember Minnie had passed off. Um, and then he ended up messing with Red uh, Rita after a while, and um, remember they he had the, he had took the money from Minnie, and then him and Rita got together, and then him and Rita was living in that brand new house that they bought from the doctors. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? Like it was it it was just crazy to see the way that they was like manipulating and maneuvering, man. Like it's different when you see it in the like in the history books when we learned about how like they was taking land and all that shit. But to see it in action, that shit was treacherous. Yeah, and and then what we had talked about when we you know said reshuffled the list was like one of the parts that was really it's not that it wasn't done before but it was it it might have been done worse um and okay let, you know let me rephrase that i, I don't want to say it that way i don't want to compare let's just say it's been done before but they was treated differently like they were sleeping and impregnating slaves you know what i'm saying back mm-hmm. then but that was just more there was no motive to it that right. was just right you know smashing oh you're pregnant all right whatever they gonna do the same thing you're doing absolutely but in this situation they're like yo marry them have kids with them in their land and will be passed down to the children and and if you can if you can kill because remember um blackie um I forgot what his real name was, but he was he was marrying them and he married the one lady who had two kids and he killed her off. And he was like, yo, he was talking to the dude at the bank. He like, so if uh, I adopt these kids and they happen to die, do everything get left to me. And the dude was like, yo, you are you know, you telling me that if you adopt these little motherfuckers, you're going to kill them. Right. And he like. Yeah, he was like, if I can get him, he was like, but if I can't get him, then I'm not gonna kill him. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. That was crazy as fuck. I'm like, fam. I mean, just just think about that though. Like, first and foremost, y'all moved them out to this land, right? Y'all y'all pushed them away to this land because y'all wanted the shit that they had. Then you when they get the when they get to the land. They find some oil. They get rich. Now y'all want they month. I'm like, fam, leave these folks alone, man. Yeah, like, that's, take that, your that. ass on somewhere else. Like, to me, that's just, it's, bro, this was, this was. It's, it's rubbing salt in the wound. Man, it's, it's way more than that. This shit is rubbing salt, gasoline, alcohol. Uh, What else burn? Vodka. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> I mean, whatever they could put in the wound, they was infecting the wound at this point. Like, God damn. And it's like, you know, you hear about the colonialism thing and how it worked and what they did. But it's like to see it, to see it is on a whole nother level, bro. It's on a whole nother level. Like that shit was sickening to know that these people just wanted, you know, so like these people was living just fine. Soon as y'all get there, y'all still they land. Then they they get this other piece of land. They get rich off this land, even though they didn't give a fuck about being rich at first. Now all of a sudden they get rich. 
Now y'all want their money, and y'all want their land, and y'all want their head, they they head rights, and you know what I'm saying? Like then they getting sick off of eating the bullshit food that y'all eat. Like they was dying from diabetes, bro. Right, dude, it was it was. That's it's crazy. like yeah, it's it's crazy. But then also to be like my thing is if you're gonna kill people. All right, if you got if you got it set in your mind to kill these people, mm -hmm. all right. But to kill them slowly. Oh my goodness. That's a that's a different type of animal. That's that's yeah. a different kind of sick part of the brain chemistry of like and then you you can't even call it you you nursing her to her death. Like you putting poison in her insulin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To slowly and slowly make her sick till the part where she's, you know what I'm saying? Just you know, he was know. speeding up the process. Yeah, and, and and then to be to have had two two or three. They had two or three kids. I can't remember how what it would ended up being. Yeah, they had way more than that. And to be knowingly making their mother sicker by the day by the shot what do you think of the part where he dripped some of that stuff in his drink and he drank it do you think that was out of guilt do you think that he was just feeling guilty absolutely because that way i and i think that at that point he knew what he was doing I think that's the that's the point we get to to where we we realize that Ernest is understanding what's going on, right? And I think that he did that because for him that would have been an alibi. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because if they would have if they would have did something or cuz I don't even know if they had like toxicology or none of that shit at the time, but you know, if if he ends up sick too, then it don't look like him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It looked like they both was on the verge of dying out. You know what I'm saying? Like that, it just, the way that they was, the way that they was moving and doing shit, the way that they had that shit moving and shaking was crazy, bro. It was, it was sick. Like, yeah. Cause they didn't care. How can you, it's like, and this and, and Kim was somebody who was like they he was supposed to be like a family friend. Yeah, but like for just like oh man, what was Jesse Plummer's name? Um uh Tom White. When mm -hmm. Tom White first came, after Molly had to basically beg them to come out there about like, yo, right. there's these unsolved murders that nobody's investigating this shit. Mm -hmm. But for him to come out there and say, like, yo, like this is a trend. This is an epidemic. It's just Indian, not Indian, Native women. That's all it is. No, it was the men too. Well, the men too, but like for the most part, it was, well, okay, let me rephrase that. It's Native women that are married to white men, Oh uh, yeah. but the white yeah. men don't get sick. It's just yeah. the women that's mm -hmm. getting sick. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they didn't even, it'd be different. If it's like a situation where you throw the shit off, well, there's got to be one soul that's like, you know what? So I don't get caught with this shit. Somebody got to take one for the team. 
one mm-hmm. of y'all white men gotta die. <laughs> like one of y'all gotta die just to throw a monkey wrench in this whole thing. Like they didn't give a shit. They were just like, we're gonna kill this one off, then you're gonna marry the next one. You marry the next one, and we're gonna make her sick too. And then it, it, it's just like, yo, why this shit, this shit was so wild. And like I said, I didn't do no research on this, but just my opinion, it was so wild, but it felt honest. I mean it well, so I I didn't really do research, but I kind of looked it up as I was watching it, which I tend to do, especially with movies like this. Like I did the same thing with Oppenheimer. Um it's a real it's it's based on a real um historical event, right? So this is this is some shit that really happened. Um, but it's it's loosely was well, loosely based off historical event. It's actually based on a book that was written about the historical event. Um William Hale is a real person. I don't know if Ernest was real, but William Hale is a real person. Um, And he definitely orchestrated multiple murders of Osage people in Oklahoma uh, during that time in order to get, you know, land and oil. Um, What was another interesting point was, nigga, they was Masons. Did you peep that? No. Yeah, man, they was masons. You know what I'm saying? They had a lodge and everything out there. Um, I thought that was interesting. Um, I also thought um the the situation with uh the the guy Henry with him and King, the way that they were, you know what I'm saying? Um basically King was manipulating him, like he was like, Yeah, you know, this is my best friend, but he talked about how he owe him money and he took out an insurance policy on them and he got to keep them alive a little bit longer until the insurance, you know what I'm saying? Time is up. So then once that's up, he can do whatever he want. Then, you know, Henry talk about offing himself or unaliving himself. And, um, you know, the, the store clerk sleeping with his wife and he done went in and fought the store clerk. He done got drunk. And then, you know what I'm saying? He ended up getting murdered. Like, bro, it was it was just it was so crazy. Just like the limps and whiffs that they went to just to take this the this shit from these people, bro. Like, this is some this was a diabolical ass movie. Very like the way that this shit was orchestrated was crazy. Like, and then he like the way the way that King was planning this shit out, he like, yeah, you know the you know many already went you know it's only three of them left and then the mom you know she's on her way out because they only live till 50 so you know once she's gone and everything is pretty much gonna get left to her and then anna end up dying so that now it's two and they like yeah so basically everything gets split between them you know you got to make sure that you know y- you got everything going you know yours is on the way out so you know, do this and did it. then he like, yo, make sure you sign this paper because I want to make sure that that stuff stays in the family. I'm like, fam, you really doing all this shit for you. That's really how this was. He was doing all of this shit, bro, to put him in position to get all of this shit at the end of the day. And he didn't care who went down or none of that shit, bro. He didn't give a damn. But the at thing the is, it's being a snake in their face. Sitting there yeah. and like I'm for you, I'm on yeah. your side. You lying know what I mean? Lying, lying through his fucking teeth, yo. Mm-hmm. And like that's that's the biggest snake in the grass, man. When it's when it's someone that telling you you can trust me, I got you. 
you know, and all this type of shit. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? You you, you know, you, you dropping poison when they turn their back. You know oh, what I mean? And they drink. Like he he was the worst, man. He man, listen, worst. I've I've never disliked Robert De Niro so much. <laughs> I mean, he he did he did a phenomenal job in this movie, bro. Like goodness gracious, he he really held it down. And I think, to me, I, I feel like without these people in this movie, bro, we we wouldn't get this. Like you don't you don't get this performance with anybody, other than who you put in these movies. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit was was amazing. Yeah, this is a this is a, a wild ass movie, but it's amazing. Yeah, man, it's that's the thing. If you're looking at it from an art perspective, mm-hmm. it is amazing. Absolutely, yeah. And it was it was shot well. It was, I mean, even when you look at the extras that they put in that shit, all of that shit. The story, the way that this shit was written, the way that they put it all together with the timelines and you know what I'm saying, the 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 outfits or the costumes, however you may mm-hmm. want to call it. All of that shit was on point. But when right. it comes to Martin, though, Martin usually on point, but then also Martin is a guy old school, you don't like to cut nothing. Mm-hmm. And all of this shit was done in such a phenomenal way that when you take away the fact that this is based on a true story, this is some true events that really happened, and this is how fucked up all of this shit really was, Right. that makes you look at it from a different perspective, but when you look at it from an art form, oh yeah, they murdered this shit. They, they did a hell of a job, man. Um, even down to like um, the people who played the Osage people, you know what I'm saying? Like Lily Gladstone, like her, you know, playing sick and um just you know what I'm saying like the the her presence on screen it was fire I'm like yo I was looking at her I'm like I get it <laughs> I yeah I feel I yeah I'm not mad at Ernest she I right. you know what I'm saying she 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 nice got a nice little frame on it thick I'm like mm, okay I power with that <laughs> you know what I'm Nah, jokes aside though, man. Um, what it's just it's is it's wild, man, to like I said, for me, it's wild to see this on screen, right? Like, especially for me, because like growing up, my grandmother, she would always have like paintings of um natives and stuff around. She would have like native art and stuff in the house because I believe my her mother was a uh, native. So, like for me, you know, it's it's a little, it's a little different. It hit a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it don't come off. You know what I'm saying? Like a for like I ain't gonna lie. It was times in this movie, bro. I was like, yo, I really want to whoop this nigga's ass. I mean, look, I yeah, but I, I, but this is the thing. I'm not going to leave Ernest just. Out like he's still a grown ass man. Let me tell you something. That whole family, bro, I'd have took out and duffed out of them. But but what's the name though? Uh Kelsey? 
Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Yeah. Fuck that dude. He was a piece of shit. Um. Well, he was the one. I think what Blackie was 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 um. Well, maybe he was Blackie, Blackie because he was the one that was being interviewed. Like Kelsey was the one that was being interviewed by the cop guy, and yeah. they was like Blackie was the one who snitched. Kelsey, yeah, was the one yeah, Kelsey, he he snitched too. No, that's what I'm saying. Kelsey turned on him, but Blackie was the one who really snitched. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking about Kelsey. Kelsey was the one that mm -hmm. was sitting in that damn interview room mm -hmm. uh, where they picked him up coming out of like the of a, a bank or some shit, mm -hmm. and and they was asking him like, yeah, he was like, so you adopted two kids? And he was like, yeah. He was like, so he was like, but I only wanted the two kids. If I had murdered true. them, that I would get their stuff. And it's like. Yeah. Who says that to a law official? Like, yo, these motherfuckers was just saying and doing anything, my guy. But mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you who I felt bad for. Now, granted, he could have said no, but he he, but you could tell he didn't want to do this shit. But I think he feared King Hell, and that was John Ramsey, the old yeah. guy with the big ass mustache yeah. joint. Yeah, he did not want to kill nobody. <laughs> like he was like, "Yo, why you come to me with this?" He was to me, right? I looked at him like he really was just trying to make a way for him and his family, regardless of what it is. Like he was doing moonshine and all that shit. He was just trying to live. He wasn't yeah. on none of that other shit. He didn't give a damn about them people having no money, no nothing. He wasn't with none of that. All he was trying to do was just make it on a day by day basis. Yeah. When they start adding him in there, bro, I'm with you. I was like, why are y'all including him in this shit? Like, this nigga just trying to get a couple ducats and, you know what I'm saying, keep it pushing. Yeah. This nigga was washing a glass bottle when they pulled up on him. Yo, and then, and then when he found out that, you know, that, that it was Ernest was the one that ratted on him, he was like, are you serious? Mm -hmm. And then Ernest kind of gave him that look, and my man said, "Where's the paper? <laughs> I'm I'm selling everybody out." Yeah, he was like, "Man, this is some bullshit." He was like, "He's thinking like, yo, I never wanted to get involved with this shit anyway." Exactly. And y'all coming to me saying that y'all need me to do it, but I, like I said, I think that he was kind of now. Don't get me wrong; he's a grown ass man, mm -hmm. but like he was kind of pressured into doing the shit. When he never wanted to be involved, and then for him to get ratted on the way he got ratted on, he was like, "Man, are you serious?" So he was Yo, like, "All right, well, I'm gonna do what y'all doing." Let me tell you something, bro. The way that they did that nigga AC Black, oh my gosh, that you talking about Scorsese bringing some mafia shit to the screen? That was about as mafia as it got. He set that man up with ill intentions and the easiest move ever he had them go to that store at night knowing dude was gonna be there with the shotgun yep and got his goddamn soul lifted <laughs> that shit was that crazy got his soul lifted yeah, I, mean, bro, I did not when he shot him with that shotgun bro, i did not expect that because the way and that's and once again man you got to give scorsese his credit bro 
the way that that scene was shot was perfect because you don't even think about him getting killed in this moment. Because I'm thinking, okay, they're going to break into this store. The police going to pop up and they're going to go to jail. No. They show you from inside the store, them breaking into the store. And all you hear is boom. And you just see him fly back. And then everybody else start running. And then dude come out. He shoot a couple more times. And then that's it. I'm like, bro, that's crazy. That shit was crazy. Yeah. That's that was it's this this is some wild shit, man. Yeah. Like it really is. And and for look, I haven't said I'm not gonna say that like I seen every fucking Martin Scorsese movie. But you know what I'm saying? All of the ones I've seen, you know what I mean, they has similar subject matters. Right. And this is one of those ones where, you know what I'm saying, where he tackled something that I personally haven't seen him tackle. And to to do it in the way that he did it. And then the, you know, to put himself in at the end. I, I also thought that was genius how they played out in a play type of form. Yeah. What ended up happening to everybody. I thought mm-hmm. that was dope. And for him to come out and be the last person to read what mm-hmm. ended up happening to Ernest, you know, oh, man. that's another thing. Yo, for William Hell and Ernest, both of them to get life in prison, but both of these motherfuckers get out. Like, William Hell wasn't even in long. It was something crazy, like yeah, two so years or some shit. Four is four. Yeah, he did like four years and then he got out and ended up in nurse home. Yeah, and and um um uh, um Ernest No, no no no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ernest did four years and then he got out on parole because he they he was found uh innocent and everything. And then uh uh Molly ended up getting married, but she died like at fifty. Like four years later. Oh, it was the fifty? Yeah. Yeah, she ended up dying of diabetes. That's what remember that's what he said. He said they all die around the time they like 50. And yeah, she man, that was crazy. When she died. Yeah, that was man, yo. I, I thought they were genius. Ernest and his brother end up living in the trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Dude, if you think about it, what skills do they have? I mean, you know what I'm shit. saying? The motherfuckers get down so it'd be insurance salesman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, um no, but but the, the, the sad part of all of it is is that not only did he lose his wife, not only did he lose his basically his life was fucked up, he lost his kids, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he this man what? like lost his kids. Yeah, but that's kind of a casualty that he kind of deserved, man, because he Absolutely. was really killing. He was killing their moms. Not now, now, you like I said I, earlier, I still, I still don't think. And I'm telling you, up until that time, he took that poison too. Up until then, I really think that he thought that he was helping her. I don't know, man, because I. So you think that conversation? When 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 King Hell was like, "Yo, put this in her," you know what I'm saying, in her stuff, and like this will help. 
So you think that he was naive by thinking that he was naive that poison in there? He was naive through this whole movie. Because okay. if you think about it, the shit that was happening to him, every time he went to go talk to King, King was like, yeah, you know, I got you. Don't you worry about it. And he was believing everything King said, even to the point to remember when he had first got caught up, King was like, you know, y'all go talk to him and let him know, like, they ain't going to do nothing but fuck him over. And remember, he when he was in the he went to the to the lodge and was talking to them. And Brandon Fraser's character was like, "Yo, you killing your uncle?" And then his his uncle's wife was in there, and she like, "That's not what you want. You don't want to kill your uncle, do you?" He go out there and what he say? Everything I said was a lie. Everything I said was made up. You know what I'm saying? I told y'all all kind of shit. I, I ain't even tell y'all the truth. And he ended up taking the fall for it. When really the only thing he had to do was just be like, "Yeah." It was all my uncle. He orchestrated all this shit. Like, if it wasn't for him, a couple of people would have still been alive. Wasn't really a lot of people would have still been alive. But he's he was setting people up to get killed. Now the wild part, which I mean, when you think twenties, okay, I can see that. But for them to go into the courtroom, and for oh man, what was Brandon Fraser's name? Um, 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 WS okay, for him to be like, Yo, I represent him too, and they were like, Wait a minute, you can't represent, you know, what I'm saying you're defended and the witness, exactly. so they had to, you know, do the thing. He was like, Well, we need to him to, you know, talk to his representatives or whatever. And it's like, Wait a minute, mm -hmm. how the motherfucker that's testifying against his uncle also be representative of him but then at the same time they can have a private conversation with dude that's what i'm saying bro that that's all that shit was wow. messed up bro all of that shit was messed up and you know what i'm thinking about now cuz you just said this this is the 20s nigga <laughs> bro do you know that nigga D john dillinger and them is in chicago going crazy right now Around this time, man, the twenties was a wild time anyway. Because you, this is when they went through the first Great Depression. Exactly, and they and remember, they didn't even show that. They didn't. They only showed the toaster shit. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, like this is this shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like thinking about and that's that's why I was saying like as I was watching it. I'm just thinking about like all of the things that we learned about in history that was happening around this time, bro. Like the 1920s, Chicago had nothing but mafia mob dudes in there. You know what I'm saying? Dillinger and, and uh, the baby face nigga. And uh, you know what I'm saying? All them. Uh, what's the one nigga that was uh, killing everybody out? The Scarface nigga. Him. Uh, just, it was just a bunch of niggas. Just in, in Chicago, just running through shit, right? Then you got to think, I'm trying to think of what else happened in the 20s. World War One. They, they they talked a lot about that. Well, not really, but they, they definitely mentioned World War One because that's where Ernest had came back from, like you said. He came back from the war. Well, yeah, and then also the start of the FBI. Yep. Also, you know, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, you know, because Marcus Garvey was really the first person to really start this civil rights shit. Mm -hmm. And for, you know, 
J. Edgar Hoover to pull the move that he pulled on him, basically get this motherfucker locked up on some goddamn a fucking envelope that didn't have yeah. nothing to do with nothing because he's seen the progression of and the movement of his civil rights part, but then also mm -hmm. having his own import business called Black Star. He's like, yo, this motherfucker is getting too powerful, making too much money. So I'm about to fuck his whole shit up. And that and happened. He got arrested is, in 23. That's what I'm saying. And the crazy part is the same thing that they did to him. He they was doing to the Osage people. And they was like, that shit cool and all, but y'all can't do this shit. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We the government. <laughs> y'all can't do this shit. I'm yeah. like, yeah, bro, they had a fucking Ku Klux Klan march through that motherfucker, bro. Yeah, like it was nothing. He went and told that man, he went and told Henry before dude got cool with Henry and killed him. The clan was talking about protecting you. Oh, That's God. crazy. Oh, like, God. think about that. The Ku Klux Klan is protecting the Indian man in that time. Like that shit is wild, bro. Yeah, this this is this is yeah. <laughs> that shit is crazy, my nigga. Like I'm because I'm like I said, I'm just sitting here thinking of this shit. I'm like, bro, because and that's why I said when you watch this movie, it'll kind of mess you up because you don't really, especially if you're not paying attention to the timeline, you thinking that this shit is like 1800s. You know what I'm saying? Like cowboys and indians type shit no 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 no. this shit was a thousand years ago i'm sorry a hundred years ago i'm sure oh, yeah i was like wait a minute what <laughs> i'm a little amped up man this shit this this shit is, i'm really pissed off i'm not gonna lie to you watching it i tell you watching this movie pissed me off bro but yeah, this shit was just a hundred years ago just think about that like nigga this is in one of our grandparents lifetime yeah, my um my grandmother was she was born in the 30s. So like born this shit happened when she was born right after all this shit happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it should have been a think, little bit think, older. Well, my grandma that I grew up grew up with, she was born in I think 32. And my mm -hmm. other grandma, I think she was born in 31. Right. So, so yeah. For me, this would have been around the time of my great grandmother, or my great grandmothers, right? Because like my my grandma, my, my I think my mom's mom was born in forty six. I think she was she came in right after like World War Two, but yeah, so it would have to be my great grandmother was probably born maybe in nineteen twenty or in the twenties. You know what I'm saying, like. This shit is crazy though, man. Just to see like just the shit that they was getting off was that shit was reckless. I mean really nigga, reckless. But um let's get into the fire flames, man. Let's do it. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. So what you giving this joint? Uh I am giving this um, you know, first of all, legend. Well, I ain't gonna say the whole cast was legendary. Um, it's really two legendary figures. Well, you know, you, you guess you could throw John Lickgall in there. He's he's been doing this shit for a minute. Um, but the cast was good. I think they did real good with the cast, and I think the writing was phenomenal. I think 
the way that they shot this was phenomenal. Um, I'm going to give this a 4.5. Yeah, I'm near with you. Um, you know, it, it was just, and, and I think what doesn't give it a five is just how cruel it was. Mm-hmm. He did it in a magnificent way, but it's, you know what I'm saying, but it can't take away from, from how cruel it was. Right. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it a four point five. I'm gonna agree with you. The cast was good. Um, <clears throat> I think I do think though this might be an opportunity for Leo to grab another Oscar. Um, I think De Niro is also gonna be in that mix as well. Uh, Scorsese. I mean, when he when he hit us with the Irishman, I thought, you know. He he stand, you know, he kind of stand playing safe in that lane. You know what I mean? But for him to, you know, show us what he did with Netflix and then to take that over to Apple and put this out. Whoo. Hey, yeah. I'm you you talking about a legend? Yo, Scorsese is he's killing it, man. Um, but the, the story was amazing. The writing was phenomenal, man. I mean, like for them to, for them to be able to evoke the emotion that they did when I watched this was, and I know it, it was, you know, this kind of hit home a little bit, but at the same time, it was like, yo, I, I really fuck with this movie. Um, and then not only that, it just it, it taught me something new that I never knew about, and I thought that was, you know, very important. The fact that, you know. Not only is this a good movie, but it's, you know, you can get some type of education out of it. I appreciate that all the time. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go four and a half as well. Not mad at that at all. All right, man. Let's uh, let's get into the coming soon. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right. So our next episode, man, we are going to cover the docuseries um the curious case of natalia grace the natalia speaks part yeah Natalia season two yeah yeah basically um for all of you guys that's been listening you know we covered natalia grace um already we heard july of last year okay really yeah because i told you people are starting to like that the the, yeah. the reel that I put up and it okay. has July I think it has July the twenty third I think okay cool yeah yeah people are liking it because I think because it's in the news it's popping up mm-hmm. yeah so finally we get to hear um, Natalia's perspective um, we get to hear a little bit more about what kind of went on with everything and uh, man the the story in itself is. I want to say sad. I mean, it, it's a sad story, no doubt. But it's still a lot of mystery, though. But yeah, man, I can't. I can't wait to watch this because the dad, man, the dad. He just. I'm not a fan of this nigga. Still, I, I watched two episodes and I'm like, yo, why did y'all bring this nigga back? No, but you wait. You get. I got one more episode. Mm-hmm. I watched five and this one, yo. But you know what though? I'm not gonna lie. Both of the dads now. I'm not a fan of neither one of them niggas. The preacher nigga, <laughs> I don't like him. 
I'm, oh, I'm like, man, this thing, first and foremost, they sitting there trying to do the interview and ask questions and everything, get information. And this nigga in the back, like, yeah, but don't cuss at. Shut up. <laughs> you don't know shit about what's going on. You ain't watched the docu series. You don't know. <laughs> get out of here, man. We fucking everything oh, up. We man. trying to get information. We want to know what's happening. <laughs> so, man, dude, just uh, make me sick, man. Um, so y'all, y'all stay tuned for that one, man. Uh, that's gonna be a good one for sure. It's really gonna be a good one. Um. I think I, I might have to, I might have to catch up on the the first season too, just to rehash some stuff. Um, yeah. So that's our next episode. Um, we are. Whew, man, we I'm not gonna say burnt out, but we working. We definitely working. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. For sure, man. Oh, so if you like this episode, if you didn't like this episode, if well, I'm sorry, if you liked Killers of the Flower Moon, if you didn't like Killers of the Flower Moon, um, and if you two wanted to whoop on Robert De Niro's ass as much as I did, hit us up on the socials, let us know. Um, just Instagram view a non pod. We don't have uh, we don't have X anymore. Um, we are planning something different, so y'all stay tuned for that. We're going to replace X. So uh, Instagram is the place to go. Check us out there for, for our socials. Um, and you can uh, DM us and everything else on there. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, we just put out an episode this week um, behind the scenes. We're talking about some cool stuff. We're talking about movies that's coming out this year, what we want to see, what we don't want to see. You know, we getting into a, a nice little list that we found. So it's a great episode. Um, make sure you subscribe so you can listen. It's only $2.99 a month. Don't miss out. Um, the description is in the, uh, I'm sorry, the link is in the description. So you can click there. You can get it. Also, don't forget Sunday, 7 p.m. I will be starting Reacher Season 2 on Twitch. I'll make sure I put that link in the description as well. So you guys could jump in, you could watch it. Um, we could chat it up. You guys could, you know, talk to me while we watching it. This will be the only time uh, <laughs> uh, I will allow people to talk while I'm trying to watch something. So take advantage of this one. Cause usually I don't, I don't even play like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm one of those people that I gotta, I gotta watch it by myself a lot of times. Cause I don't like people talking while I'm watching the movie. So I'm going to try to do my best to, um, you know, maneuver back and forth between the chat and the, and the, uh, and the show. So this is going to be something nice. Y'all make sure y'all jump in, say what's up. You know, we could talk about your favorite episodes or we could talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. And I'm sure we're going to talk about this show. Um, and, uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on X. I got a link to my bio. You can find me everywhere else there. Um, that's all I got, bro. And for me, y'all can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and on X. Um, at 28 Minutes or Less Pod, that's just on IG. Follow the podcast, 28 Minutes or Less. Last episode is still 142, which is uh, best TV shows of 2023. Um, I'm working on a new episode, so be on the lookout for that. But mm-hmm. uh, that's all I got, man. Cool, man. So, um, 
if you guys uh, would please, please make sure you subscribe and like and share and follow and everything else <clears throat> with the podcast. Please, please do. Um, it's a new year. We'd like to see some new faces. We'd like to hear from you guys a lot more. Um, you know what I'm saying? We would like to get a lot more interaction with you guys. So please make sure uh, you comment, like, and share as much as possible. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. Your support is always greatly appreciated. And like they say in Hollywood, um, that's, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>